0: Welcome again to another episode of the Sunshine Republic. Today we'll continue on our examination of the southernmost state which is a guidebook written in the late 1920s uh, about the state of Florida. Let's continue with geology and paleontology. far-reaching Floridian Plateau includes not only the state, but an even greater surrounding area that lies less than 50 fathoms beneath the Atlantic Ocean and the Gulf of Mexico. Primarily an offspring of the sea, and bearing the marks of its marine heritage, the plateau was built up largely during the most recent of five geologic eras. It is the youngest part of the United States, a land infant but 45 million years old. During the convulsive age of mountain building, the Floridian plateau remained comparatively calm, only rising and falling in a rolling motion. The down dip into the Gulf of Mexico. This process still continues. In the last 25,000 years, the plateau, tipping on an axis that runs obliquely up the peninsula from Key West to a point below Fernandina, has lifted six feet at Miami. And dropped 30 feet at Pensacola. In Paleozoic era of Earth history, the area that is now Mississippi Valley was a vast sea. East of this, in the Appalachian region, lay the landmass to which is now attached the Floridian Plateau. The hills of Florida are not part of the Appalachian Mountains. They stand out principally because the surrounding material has settled or eroded away. The crystalline rock that outcrops in Georgia is not found in Florida, except for deeply buried fragments. Neither do the subsurface waters that feed the state springs and artesian wells originate in the Appalachian Mountains. Nor is the peninsula a great coral reef, as was once believed. Less than 1% of its structure is coral. Although the foundation rocks of Florida are covered with a stone blanket of marine deposits at least 4,000 feet deep, geologists surmise that they are probably folded and wrinkled in much the same way as are similar rocks in the Piedmont Plateau, which extends from the Hudson River to Alabama. The layers of marine sediment that rest upon the basement rocks were formed when the entire section was beneath the sea. Are composed for the most part of the skeletons of microscopic sea animals. During the Triassic, Jurassic, and Lower Cretaceous periods, the Mesozoic era, the state area was above the waters, but was submerged many times during the Cenozoic recent age of mammals. At no time, so far as can be learned, did the land ever rise very high above sea level or did the sea ever cover the land to any great depth. The warm, shallow seas that repeatedly covered the area were ideally suited to Foraminifera. These tiny marine animals, some too small to be seen by the naked eye, lived and died by the millions in tropic waters. While alive, they were protected by shells of lime When they died, the shells sank to the floor of the ocean to form layers of limestone, each hundreds of feet thick. During the Eocene and Oligocene epochs, the strata were composed almost entirely of this matter. And the formations of these periods are nearly pure limestone. During the Miocene, however, fine sand was washed down from the mountains of Georgia and Alabama. And was deposited on the Florida Plateau to form sandy limestone. And later, much clay drifted south to settle over the state area and complete its stratified layers. Thus, the foundation rocks are separated from the earliest exposed strata, a mass of limestone 4,000 feet thick by layers of red, white, and black clay. Gentle uparching. Of the Eocene and older rocks had begun before the last of these deposits was made. And this doming finally gave the structure a list, which, despite torrential rains that battered and slashed to beat it down, left it 150 feet above sea level to form an island around present Ocala. Eventually, when the Suwannee Strait to the north closed, it became a peninsula less than half the size of the Floridian Plateau, and part of the North American landmass. The tip of the peninsula extended at one time only to the lower rim of Lake Okeechobee. Far to the south of that point, another formation emerged from the upbuilding of live coral and submerged, oolitic rock. Gradually, wind and waves rolled up barriers along the Atlantic and Gulf coasts, extending the peninsula towards the coral reefs and eventually forming dunes that shut out the sea. The enclosed area, rank with marine plant life, became a freshwater basin and its decaying vegetation through the centuries turned into peatlands, now comprise the Everglades. survey made along the Florida Reef in 1846 by Timothy Conrad and followed by Louis Agassiz, gave original ground for the belief that the entire peninsula of Florida was of coral formation. This theory was incorporated by Joseph Laconte in his excellent textbook, Elements of Geology, in 1878. This belief continued until 1886. Angelo Heilprin determined that the progressive growth of the peninsula as far south as Lake Okeechobee was due to a combination of sedimentation and upheaval. Ge- Geologically, Florida's strata date back only to the Tertiary or later periods of the Cenozoic era, embracing the Eocene, Oligocene, Miocene, and Pliocene epochs. Under familiar names, these layers supply an inexhaustible source of road material including Florida its lucrative phosphate industry, account for its pitted topography, and provide underground reservoirs that assure to all sections an independent supply of fresh water from local rainfall. Ocala limestone of the Eocene epoch, oldest exposed sediment in the state, outcrops over a large section around Ocala, reaching north to the Sewanee River and south to the Withlacoochee River. This limestone underlies the entire state except for the extreme western portion. The pure white to cream colored granular rock, varying in thickness from 50 to 500 feet, and consists almost entirely of carbonate of lime. Chief, chiefly composed of, composed of foraminifera, as are the older strata upon which it rests, it also contains fossil coral, sea urchins, mollusks, and occasionally a vertebrate sea mammal known as Zuglodon, the early ancestor of the whale. Mariana and Glendon limestones and Byram Marl rest on the Ocala limestone and belong to the Oligocene epoch. They correspond to the strata known as the Vicksburg group in Mississippi and Alabama appear in Florida only in the vicinity of Mariana, with the exception of a curved strip of the Glendon stone on either side of the Sewanee River near Ellaville. Mariana limestone, soft white rock, glitters to a dirty gray. Glendon limestone is hard. Its color runs from yellow to a pinkish hue. Byram marl consists of soft, fine-grained, sandy-yellow limestone. The first two are quarried on a small scale, and they are used in construction of chimneys. The era of mountain building in the western part of North America during the Miocene epoch brought few changes in the contour and general outline of Florida. Six different layers of limestone, sand, and marl were then deposited. Tampa limestone, widespread but missing in many areas. The Shoal River Formation. The Chipola Formation. The Oak Grove Sands in the northwestern part of the state. The Choctawachi Formation, found in both the Panhandle and inland from Charlotte Harbor. And the Hawthorne Formation, still widespread but thin, and much of it is eroded away. Most important Miocene strata are the cream-to-white colored limestones of the Tampa and Hawthorne formations, both exposed over large areas. The former is essentially a marine and estuarine formation, the latter chiefly a land deposit. Tampa limestone is used in the manufacture of cement, and both are used for making quicklime. Hawthorne contains commercial deposits of Fuller's Earth. Leocene deposits are divided into the Colusa Hachimar, Citronell Formation, Bone Valley Gravel, and the Alachua Formation. first of these, consisting of fine sand, lime ooze, and shells, laid down in shallow salt water when the state was submerged by a calm sea. Citronell Formation appears to have been deposited as a large delta, and the Bone Valley gravel similarly from an estuarine source. Bone Valley and Alachua formations contain a great number of land animal bones and phosphatic material from the hawthorn decayed phosphate deposits such as calcium phosphate, calcium carbonate, and other minerals derived from the fossil remains of extinct land and water animals. The Alachua deposits, mined in the Donellan region, supply hard rock phosphate from the Bone Valley gravel in the Bartow region comes pebble phosphate. Phosphate was discovered on the Peace River in 1884 by J. Francis LeBaron. It was not commercially developed until 1887 when Colonel T.S. Moorhead managed to raise the capital where LeBaron had failed. Pleistocene, first epoch of the Quaternary period of the Cenozoic era, also known as the Age of Man, saw the formation of both land and water deposits. Muck, peat, alluvium, and wind-blown sand were laid down away from the ocean. In the sea were built up shell marl, coquina that furnished the early Spaniards with an easily worked building stone, soft oolitic rock, coral reef limestone. The greater part of the population of Florida occupies the Pensacola Terrace, formation of Pleistocene origin. On this terrace are the cities of Fernandina, St. Augustine, Jacksonville, Miami, Fort Myers, Bradenton, Tampa, St. Petersburg, and Pensacola. Florida has its share of geological mysteries. One that gave rise to much speculation was a column of smoke and a red glare that appeared in the sky above the impenetrable Mokula Swamp in August 1886 and disappeared immediately after the Charleston earthquake. Geologists inferred that it was caused by the ignition of escaping natural gas by lightning, that the earthquake sealed the vent and thus extinguished the flames. More difficult to explain, unspectacular, is a row of round holes a few miles north of Brooksville, each about 36 inches in diameter, filled almost to the top with drifted sand and decayed vegetation. These chimneys, as they are locally named, are blackened around the top to show no indication of volcanic heat. At Ballast Point near Tampa, geodes are frequently uncovered. These are little knots of stone with quartz like interiors from light agate tints to jet black. A geode is a detached formation and its accidental presence in the Silex beds at Ballast Point is attributed to a tendency of nature to form concretions out of whatever substance is at hand. Only known similar specimens are found in the Mediterranean and Aegean Seas. During the first two periods of the tertiary era, the only living creatures in Florida were marine animals, although the tertiary produced in other parts of the continent the dinosaurs that are associated with prehistoric life. The Florida area was submerged at this time, and the corresponding formation, called a limestone, Contains evidence of but one mammal, a whale like sea monster known as Bacillosaurus. Formations of the last two periods of the Tertiary, the, the Miocene, and Pliocene eras contain evidence that the state was then inhabited by strange beasts that found their way to the peninsula from many parts of the world. In the Alum Bluff beds of the Hawthorne Formation in Leon, Gadsden, and Alachua counties have been found the bones and teeth of deer, three-toed horses, camels, giant pigs, and rhinoceroses. These were not predatory types, however, and had man inhabited the state at this time, he would have feared but one carnivorous animal, a prowling beast akin to both the modern wolf and dog a number of significant plant fossils have been found in the alum bluff bed between the Chipola and Choctawatchee formations. Among the 13 species positively identified are fan palm, red fruit, satin wood, camphor, thorn, elm, and persimmon, all of which are adapted to the present habitat of the region. Species indicate that the flora was predominantly tropical, with some additions from temperate climates. Miocene three-toed horse, was Parahippus, can be traced through several varieties, the Hipparion, three-toed horse of the Pliocene. Hipparion, however, was not in the direct line that led to the development of the modern horse. It was a branch that has since disappeared. Not until the Pleistocene era that fossils of Equus, the prehistoric one toed horse, as often called the Homo sapien of the horse family, appear in Florida deposits. Pliocene deposits, following in point of geological time directly after the Miocene, contain an even greater abundance of fossil animal remains. Phosphate mines of Alachua, Levi, and Polk counties. Yielded rich stores to the Florida paleontologist. The fauna of this age differs greatly from that of modern times. It was in the Pliocene that the mastodons made their way from the Old World by way of Asia. Even at the very beginning of the age, they were firmly established on the peninsula. Serrate toothed mastodon, a great elephant like creature with a short trunk and four tusks wandered from India halfway around the world before reaching Florida. With the Pleistocene era, there came a multitude of both great and small animals, as will probably never be found in one region again. The Great Ice Sheet at this time was advancing south from the North Pole and covering the northern part of the United States and all of Canada. It was a glacial mass that destroyed vegetation and drove animal life before it. Herbivorous beasts sought green pastures in the warmer territories to the south, and countless thousands invaded Florida. Camels, horses, mammoths, huge sloths, armadillos, and peccaries roamed the state, cropping grass and stripping leaves from the Pleistocene trees. After them came the beasts of prey, saber-toothed tigers, wolves, and lions which made life precarious for the vegetarians. Many of these animals bear a resemblance to the modern fauna of South America and Africa, and students of ancient life present this as evidence for the theory that camels originated in America and later made their way to the Old World long before man, possibly following the animal trail that found its way to the New World. Most important deposits of the Pleistocene era in the state are the Melbourne bone beds, a series of patches along the east coast, containing the bones of extinct animals just as they were buried thousands of years ago beneath the beds of shifting sand. Investigation of these beds has been carried on from time to time. The deposits are so rich that it will be many years before all that material can be assembled and classified. Geological information on Florida is not to be to be obtained from the mountains. Outcroppings can be studied with comparatively little effort and expense from strata thousands of feet below the surface. Usually, the expense of such operations has made geological research in the state an incident of commercial enterprise, as in the deep well borings of Marion County. Thus, only intermittently. Have geologists been able to study that part of the Earth's history written in the rocks, soils, and waters of Florida? With that, we conclude this section about the geology of Florida uh, from the 1929 Southernmost State Guide written by the Civilian Conservation Corps. Uh, in our next episode, we will be examining the chapter The Isle of Flowers. So thank you very much for joining us on the Sunshine Republic podcast, and we'll see you in our next episode for the Isle of Flowers.